Sweet Lord, we're back. Oh, it's nice to see signs of life from you. Hey, you know, it's it's nice to be outside. You know, so, sooner or later, we'll get into why I vanish occasionally. I just have to figure out how to do it without ending up back there. Yeah, that's a good idea. I, I mean, it would be kind of fun to do a live from the county, but... <laughs> I mean, There's we broadcasted certain... weirder places, done stranger things. Uh, I don't know. I've seen some pretty weird shit, but you know, there's, um, yeah. Anyway, I've got uh, my gallon of coffee down. I actually um, have uh, acquired a coffee mug that I can put an entire ten cup coffee pot in. Jesus, really? Well, since I, you know, as you know, as a parent with my visits to the place we were just talking about, um, I don't do anything in moderation very well at all. So, I mean, can you use it to make soup or make a... Oh, I could probably live in this thing if I had to. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, can you keep small toiletries in there? Like a This whole, is the whole kind whole of thing paper? a trucker would have, like, if he had to pee, too. Oh, Lord. <laughs> trucker anyway. Bob! Hey, you know what? We should ask if Trucker Bob would, would do some horoscopes for us. He's got a weird schedule now. He works overnight, so it's just hard to kind of catch him at the right time. Although, if you catch him when he's been up for like 16 hours straight, he does start saying weird things. Like, his filter is completely gone. Well, he he wasn't necessarily a real normal guy to begin with. I think he was... Oh, true. Fun Trucker Bob stories. I think he was actually there in the dorm at uh, TC when um, one of our friends drank like six bottles of Robitussin. Oh, yuck. And oh. Trucker, yeah, Trucker Bob was in charge of making sure that this guy, his name was Aaron, um, actually stayed alive. <laughs> because that much Robitussin puts you into a state. This is back when you could buy the good stuff. Yeah, yeah, he pretty Before much they... just laid on the floor in our dorm for uh, it was like three straight days and stared at the ceiling. We so it's tru- a self-induced coma. Yeah, and Trucker Bob just had to make sure that he was still alive. Pull the mirror over his mouth or something like that. Yeah, but I think Trucker Bob works at a hotel now. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. So he's he might have some good stories. I mean, he's got stories from the road for sure, but might have some good stories about things that he's seen. I mean, hell, I worked in a hotel. I've delivered to hotels before, and you know, I never saw, I never got to see like the naked woman eat the guy scenario. It was always like naked dude. He actually has a recent uh, dead hooker story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there was a corpse in his hotel, and for him, the amazing part, just to kind of make this brief, is somehow the story never made it to the local papers. Oh. So. And he he's always been kind of mystified, because granted, the guy that owns the, the hotel owns multiple hotels in the area, and apparently has some sway over local media, so he can keep stuff like that quiet. I wonder if we could get that hotel to sponsor us. Oh, God, I doubt it. I'm still working on a hot sauce company, though, for us. There's right, a, good, good. There's, there's a tie-in to my disappearance, the fact that I didn't shit for nine days, and how their hot sauce helped me that we're going to have to dig into. 
it's always nice to hear stories of hope and uh, movement. But they're genuine Louisiana hot sauce people, so I think that could add some could add some culture to our show. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the other Chucker Bob thing I was going to throw in is years before he would MC roller derby events, and so he's always had interesting roller derby roller derby girl stories. Just oh. like you know the the background personalities, um, the wear and tear. Because I mean, you don't do roller derby for an extended period of time. Because them ladies don't play nice. They got rules, but they play rough. I imagine you, know I mean? you get into it to get out of it. Yeah, a lot of them have a lot of like hostility to burn off, I think. And yeah, they, if anybody's ever, if you ever been in like, see like a, a knuckle to knuckle girl fight, uh, it's brutal. Every it's weekend brutal. downtown. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. So yeah, it's. The thing, they, with, they fuck. the thing with girl fights is they, they don't give up. Ever. No, it's not until one of them's dead or they're pulled apart and drug away. Two guys eventually will beat the shit out of each other and, and buy each other beers, but girls would have to be separated downtown and, and walked out separate doors. Enemies for life. Yeah, you, you there was, you know, usually hair flying. And I mean, like, chunks of hair, not not just hair whipping around. Like, And once once you saw, like, the shoes come off, that's when you knew it was real. Shoes come off? Yep. Yeah, I saw a couple of a couple of different times where you'd see girls beating each other up with their high heels. Did they say, were the shoes as weapons, or are they just really expensive and don't want to wreck them? Um, no, it was when the when the purse got handed off that that was the one where nice. I assumed, assumed the money came into play. Of course, these these days women don't carry purses. They you know everything. They get the little folder thingy with their phone. They can tuck all their cards in. You know, it's either that or they find a guy that will carry their shit. And here's here's another tangent I'm going to go off into. Don't make fun of my fucking car cargo shorts because. You don't have pockets and you need one, you know I've got one. But make fun of my cargo shorts and you're on your own. Oh God, yeah, with my job, you know, over the years, like with the last job, I had two phones because I had my work phone and I had my personal burner. You know, then I had keys, then I had uh, wine openers, I had all kinds of shit in my pockets. Maybe we should do an episode or uh, we should do a game show about uh, yeah, like, sure. what's in Todd's pockets. Oh, God. Despair. Um, <laughs> Hopefully birth control. Oh, why? Why bother? That's true. I've pretty much given up. When the last like condoms that I had expired, I thought, ah, okay, I'm never going to need these again. Unless you're planning on doing some experimental stuff around the house. Water balloons. We like, used to fill, we used well, to fill them up with lotion and throw them at people. Say if you get you know saran wrap and condoms and um, some kind of like extra virgin olive oil, and then you lay it out so the sheet so the the couch cushions don't start a friction burn. You know that could be some interesting you know work around the house. Why do we even come up with topics when we go off on these? <laughs> I know. I know. What, what were we supposed to be talking about at this point? We were going to talk about 
shitty music that we had to endure. Oh, God. And here's a fun fact. It was a, it's a general, it's a rule about working in radio that you can make fun of the artist all you want, but make fun of the song and you're in trouble because the song is a product. The song is what you're selling. So the artist, we, we don't give a shit about you at all. Like I could, you know, make fun of somebody like Post Malone right now all day long on the air and how he just, you know, I don't even know what to say about that guy, but he doesn't, he doesn't seem to take himself too seriously. But it, like for me, it was when Britney Spears went nuts or when we did like Panty Watch with Chris, Christina Aguilera's underwear being on auction on eBay. You know, we could we could make fun of that all day long, but the shitty music, is there any like really god awful songs that that we uh, that you that stand out to you that we had to endure? Oh god, any any duet involving Ja Rule. Oh yeah. God. Um, you know, cause you know, because for a while everybody was like doing duets. They get like uh a hardcore rapper and I got big air quotes going here and then some uh, young ingenue and they crash some sort of top 10 hit for them and you always kind of get the feeling like these two probably couldn't stand each other or one of them is gay or or like a job rule everybody always busted on him because he was supposed to be this hardcore street guy and he was not not was in the not. least and so, yeah, it's just all of his stuff is just kind of ridiculous. I won't even go off of that fire festival thing. I'm trying uh, to think of like, documentaries on that. Yeah, I don't know if he's doing time right now or not, but he probably deserves it. No, um, he. I think he was just peripheral enough where he didn't catch the shit for it. It was the other guy. But anyways, back to music. Fortunately, like when I started there. We were kind of at the end of the boy band thing. Oh, so, God. Yeah. yeah, so we didn't really have to deal. We're talking early 2000s here. Yeah, because I barely played any sync. Didn't play any Backstreet Boys, but that's right when Timberlake started to come out with his solo stuff. Timberlake's, you know, panty dropping solo stuff. Yeah, yeah his his first couple albums were solid. We bring his sexy back. That was insane. I had no idea because I, I moved off a of top 40 radio at that point. I was doing classic rock. I had no idea that was Timberlake. It didn't even sound like him. And then somebody's like, yeah, it's just Timberlake brings sexy back. I'm like, what the fuck? And... But yeah, it's so we mercifully we we got through the boy band stuff, and when we played when we were on the radio at the time, they wouldn't play any hardcore rap during the day. It was only after what six or seven at night. Six when I came on, yeah. So it was that's when we got yeah. the majority of our complaints. Because we didn't, I don't think we started playing Fifty Cent in the club until during the day. Actually, no, I think we could do it on the weekends during the day. But like nine to five, or like six to six a.m. to five or six p.m. or whatever, we couldn't play it because it was just a bit too much for the community. Or like Little Don, <laughs> you know. Little you know Don. To this to this day, if, if if it hadn't been for like Dave Chappelle, um, I don't oh, know Little Wayne. Yeah, and I don't know that anybody would know what Skeet 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 meant. Oh, God, no. Oh, my God. That was hilarious. <laughs> but, you know, I'm trying to think of 
Well, like the first song that I remember, I just, I just absolutely couldn't stand that I had to play there was remember Tattoo. Oh, that that Russian duo. They're supposed to be lesbians or something. Yeah, and here's the thing: people complain about listening to a top forty station and hearing the same song all the time. We don't program. And as a person that was a music director at one point, there's you don't program for people that are listening all day. Sorry if you're listening no. at work, but guess what? The, the amount of time that we program for is about 30 minutes because that's average commute for people, and we program for people listening in their cars. You had to hear Tattoo, and that all that was called all the things she said, you know, 40 times a day. Well, Top 40 Radio is basically, we're going to play about 40 of the most popular songs, and that's it. I know I always had an issue with that with our market because they're you know in big markets you've got multiple stations all doing the same format or damn closed. But like in this the market we worked, there was no other top forty station. There was another one, but they got run out of business and went to adult contemporary. Yep. I mean country, yeah, it was there was lots of country stations and they were all going head to head, but you know, I was like I've never understood because I remember like back in the old days with the buzz. Um, our the one program director that came on there, she was God, she was playing Sugar Ray like every ninety minutes. I wanted to puke, and I'm like, why are you programming the station like that? Because you know this station is all the people that listen to this station don't channel hop. This is the only station playing any of this kind of music. Yeah, and like around that time. There was there was stuff like Beck, who was really you know like the Odelay album was huge, and there was stuff like that that could have been getting way more played than fucking Every Morning by Sugar Ray. Oh, God, but I, a- I, I still think she was getting kickbacks from the the consultant, like getting free trips and shit like that. I mean, the uh, oh what the hell is uh you know pay to play stuff. It was still kind of being done, but just not direct ways like it was back in the fifties and sixties. Yeah, it was way it's it's way more under the table now. Well everything was like funneled through the consultants. And it's even but, it doesn't really exist anymore except for the fact that there's you know, spins on on uh you know, Spotify and things like that. I was actually watching a documentary about these farms where people take a couple hundred cell phones and they'll just keep playing a song over and over and over and over and over to get their, to get their spins up. They're like some guy will come in and say, Hey, I've got a song. Here's 10 grand. Start playing it. Jesus. Yeah. Well, you know, whenever you develop a system, somebody will figure out some way to fudge it. Modern problems require modern solutions. So true. So true. Oh, so anyways, back to shitty songs. I remember there was a shitty song I wanted to play, and the program director wouldn't let us do it. It was uh, that goofy-ass song, uh, Thing Called Love. Oh, uh... It was uh, like this guy, it was kind of like a heavy metal spoof, and the video was ridiculous, but this guy had a real high-pitched voice. Yeah. And, and I can't get the, the program director to add it because, I mean, it was huge. It was on MTV. It was on Heavy Metal. She's like, no, we can't add this. It's ridiculous. I'm like, we still rotate Sir Mix-A-Lot. Baby's got back. And you're going to tell me we can't add this dumbass song for a little bit? Oh, it was by The Darkness. Darkness, there you go. Which is the funny thing about it because that kind of a name, you assume it's going to be some kind of a real heavy band. 
but it was a guy wearing hot pants. And I think they were, were they from Iceland or Sweden? Something like, I think they were European, yeah. Oh, God. But God, it was... I mean, I knew it was a turd, and it had a short shelf life, but it was still just kind of fun. I uh, just wanted to be able to crack the mic and scream the, the really high-pitched part. Yep. Yep. Although, I remember... There's two songs that we added. I remember driving into work and like, oh my God, these are awesome. Not to get any further off from the topic of this, what we're supposed to be doing. <laughs> um, but Evanescence, that, uh, that came out, and that one just blew my mind because that singer had such pipes. Because most of the singers in Top 40 Radio didn't have real pipes except for like Christina Aguilera. There's a lot of like whisper singing. Yeah, pretty much. And then uh, what was the other one? Oh, Hey Ya by Outcast. I still remember driving into work and you were on the air and I'm like, dude, what was that? That was fucking amazing. That was awesome. It was like, dude, it's new Outcast. And I'm like, Hey Ya was just magical. Well, that's a that's a group I've been listening to since high school that came out with a lot of, I mean, after living in Atlanta too, uh, you have even more respect for them, but a lot of really experimental rap and they're definitely the ones that kind of made the South big, you know, because otherwise up until then it was just East Coast, West, West Coast, and nobody else paid attention to what else was going on. I was reading some article where Andre 3000 was just kind of lamenting the fact that nobody in hip hop is actually pushing boundaries anymore. Not really. It all sounds exactly the same to me anyway. It's the There was a video years ago that Snoop Dogg was listening to a bunch of contemporary rappers like that Takashi 69 guy and he's like everybody has the exact same flow like you know no one's breaking up anything rhythmically um, like Ludacris I always loved Ludacris like his yeah, delivery definitely. and you know just how he would break up stuff and the rhythm of it but like all these new kids it's all just the same shit the funny thing actually reminds me of about that outcast song actually is the fact that it sounds really upbeat and happy and everything but it's not a happy song at all it's about um him and uh andre 2000 and erica badu getting divorced like it's really not a not a good fun happy song at all which one is that miss jackson no that was hey yeah was all about that oh really yeah yeah Oh, sorry. I just kind of focus on the Beyonce's and the Lucy Lou's. No, there's other dark, really dark songs too, like um, "Semi Charmed Life" by Third Eye Blind. That song is actually all about doing meth. Oh Jesus! <laughs> and that was before we the meth explosion that we had today. Yeah, yeah. Hey, are you getting a countdown on your screen? Yeah. All right. We're about to be, we're going to be cut off in like six minutes. But. That's okay. We, we've completely deviated from any planned topic that we've had. So. I'm still trying to think of like what, what I would nominate for the shittiest song. Oh, oh, Ashley Simpson. Oh my God. I still think about her tanking on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Oh, that was painful to watch. That was, if you're talking about cringeworthy, that's like the poster child right there. Yeah, that was pretty awful. Like, well, Ashley Simpson and Jessica Simpson just—I—I I, I don't know what people were thinking, uh, other than the fact that apparently decent looks sell. Well, Jessica Simpson. Oh my God! I still remember that cover of Rolling Stone 
for her and her husband at the time, Nick Lachey, had that TV show. And she was getting a lot of positive press for confusing Chicken of the Sea. And anyways, oh, there's yeah. a pair of, there's basically her and like a wife beater and a pair of panties vacuuming. And that one went in the uh, spank, spank Rolodex. That was phenomenal. Let me listen to her talk, and it pretty much is like, What's funny is as soon as you started talking about that, for those of you that can hear it, because I was too stupid to silence my phone, that that sound in the background is actually uh, my alert sound, which is Herbert the Pervert going, Yes. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, so as soon as Todd starts talking about the spank bank, that thing goes off. Anyway. I think maybe this one, we're, we're going to go ahead and just wrap this one up right now. Yeah. <laughs> we're completely off the rails. We're, we're, we're always better in small doses anyways. Yeah. Maybe we'll, I'll, I'll try and attach the shittiest song I can think of to this at the end and hopefully we don't get sued. Yeah, I say just don't get this sued. Steering. 